have an application that has many employees and the employee model will look something like this where we just have a first name, last name, email, and a birth date. And this application also has many companies and the company model has name and website. And in our previous episode, we talked about single table inheritance, and this time we will be talking about polymorphic associations. And the main difference between the two is that the STI is going to be best used for when you have a single model, and it needs to have several different kind of actions or behaviors based on different types of models. So you'll have your base model, and other models will inherit from that model. With polymorphic associations, it's something a little bit different where we have several different models and they all share a common resource or some kind of common behavior. And in this case, we will have our list of employees and our list of companies. And then you can add a note to a employee and a note to a company. So we will have a separate notes model and that notes model will be able to have and contain notes for both employees as well as companies. And there's many other examples of polymorphic associations where maybe you have a image model and that image model can have the employee image or maybe a company logo or a comments model. And you might have several different types of other records like a photo album or maybe just a general forum or maybe even just comments about particular people. And polymorphic associations would be a good fit there as well because you would have this list of comments and these comments would contain all the different types of comments for the different models throughout the system. And so when we create our migrations, it would look something like this where we have our scaffold for our companies and then we also have a scaffold for the employees. But then we'll generate a model called note and then we would pass in for one of the attributes notable references and then in mustaches, we would call it polymorphic. And then we would have our content and text. And it might look a bit confusing when you look at the migration that's generated, where you just see a T references notable polymorphic true. That doesn't really give you too much insight if you've never seen this before as to what it's actually doing. However, once you migrate your database, you can look at the schema and get a much more clear picture of what's happening. So looking at the schema, you'll see that this notable, it's actually converting it over into a notable type. And it's also creating a notable ID, which is an integer. This also adds a index for you for the notable type and the notable ID. So when you say that it's references and it's a polymorphic association, Rails automatically knows to break that out into the type and ID. And the type is gonna store some kind of value like company or employee, and then the notable ID will simply be the ID of the employee or the ID of the company. Next, we'll come into our note model, and we'll create our association with the company and the employee. And to do that, we'll need to reference the notable. And we can do that by saying belongs to notable polymorphic true. And Rails will automatically know that when you search on a notable, that it's going to look at both the type and the ID. And then in the employee model, we can say that a employee has many notes as notable, and then it will be able to reference this back to the notes and know that it's going to be a polymorphic association, and it should be able to then find all the notes for an employee. And then we would do the same thing for the company, where a company has many notes as notable. And then in our routes, we have our resources for companies and resources for employees. And then we can also add in our notes. So we can create a block 
that we can call resources and then pass in notes. And one of the things that we'll want to do is kind of break out our notes controller. So we'll have a primary notes controller, but then for each one of our associations for the companies and then for the employees, we'll want to break this out. And we'll do this because it'll make the code much cleaner. We will have some duplication of code, but I would much rather have some duplication of code rather than having complexity of code. So in order to do this, we'll simply take our companies and our employees, and then we can pass in module, and then with the module, we can then say companies employees. And then when the route matches for the company notes, it'll be passed to a company notes controller, and same for the employees to a employees notes controller. So we can create a notes controller, and it'll just be a class, notes controller, inheriting from the application controller. And then we're just going to create a new and a create action. And then we all have our private with the no parameters where we can require note and then permit just the content, which is one of the attributes on our model. So for the note, and this is where things get a bit more complicated because we have our association of companies employees. So whenever a company wants to create a new note, we would typically do something like companies.notes.new. And same way for employees, we would have employees.notes.new. However, when we are working with a polymorphic association, that's not really efficient. So we can create some kind of generic instance name like notable. So we would have our note equals at notable.notes.new. And we would need to set this at notable to the companies or the employees. And likewise, when we create our note, we would want to have something like at note equals notable dot notes dot new and then we would pass in the notes parameters and then we save the note and then we redirect to the at notable and this instance variable again is going to be the company or the employee so because we have our routes where we have the module for the companies and module for the employees we can actually create a notes controller within the companies and then a notes controller within the employees folder under our controllers so our notes controller under the employees, we would have a class employees notes controller, and this is inheriting from the notes controller. So we have our primary notes controller, and then we're inheriting from this, and then we're adding stuff in here like a before action set notable. And in this case, we're setting the instance variable notable to the employee.find, and then we're passing in the parameter employee ID. And similar for the company notes controller, again, we have our company's notes controller, and this is inheriting from the notes controller. We then have our before action set notable, and this is setting the instance variable notable equals to the company.find and the parameters company ID. And one nice thing about this is that if you have a special action that needs to happen when you're creating a note for a company, but not necessarily an employee, then you can create your own custom create action. And when you create an action in here, if you call super, then that's going to inherit from the create action of the notes controller. And it's gonna do everything within there and then do the following actions. So it wouldn't make too much sense in this case since we don't have anything different. However, if you wanted to create some other kind of action, or maybe you're notifying someone that something is happening, then you can call a notification job and then you can call super so everything else would normally happen. So then when we get into a show page for a employee or company, we can create a form, something like this with a form with model 
employee, and then a note new, and then local true, and then pass in our form variable. And within here, we can just have some standard classes for our content, and then a submit. However, we would have to copy and paste this into our companies as well, and that's not really user-friendly. So instead, so we can call add notable here and move this all over into a partial. So let's move this over into a form partial under our notes directory. And then once we do that, we can just call render partial notes form and then pass in the locals and we'll make the notable equal to the add employee. And then the form would look something like this where you just pass in your notable and then note new. And then this is generic enough to where it can be used for both companies and employees. And then we can do the same thing when we go to display the notes where we can just render our partial notes and then pass in the notable and then the employee again. And the notes partial would just look something like this where you have your notable and in our example, it's the employee. And then we get all of the notes belonging to the employee and loop through each one of them. And we're simply going to display out the content and then when it was created. And if we look at the company show page, we would basically have the exact same thing, except for the notable, we would pass in the company. So now we can try to create a employee and then we can fill out some information and then you can see that we can create a note. When we create the note, it creates it and then it shows us when it was created. And let's also create a test company. And with the test company, we will just create another note. And then once we create the note, now we have two notes in our system, one for a company and one for an employee. So if we inspect our notes table, you can see that we have a notable type of employee with a ID of one and our content is test note. And then we have another note, which is a notable type of company with a notable ID of two. And then the content is company note. So the ID here is the company's ID and same for the employee, it's the employee ID of one. Well, that's all for this episode. Thank you for watching.